Are you there, Emma Stone? It's me, Kevin. From Easy A to Zombieland Z, this is Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This? The podcast that aims to answer exactly that. Can we get Emma Stone to listen to this? Hello, I'm your intrepid host, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and let me stop you before you even start, because I can read your mind and I know what you're thinking. Kevin, is this a sex thing? Are you only making this podcast because of a weird sex thing? And I can answer that pretty affirmatively up top, no. No, I am not doing this because of a weird sex thing. I'm doing this because of a weird challenge thing. And it's a very important distinction that I want to make up top. My desire to get Emma Stone to hear this podcast, to listen to it, if you will, is motivated by no desire to date her, no, no desire to, to, to kiss her, to become her husband. It is merely for the love of the sport. I want to see if I can get Emma Stone to listen to this because I want to see if I can get Emma Stone to listen to this. The answer is in the question itself. This is for the love of the challenge. This is like the ice bucket challenge, but the ice is a famous lady, and the challenge is getting that ice to hear a podcast that you make. So welcome to the Stone Zone, where we, every single week, will work tirelessly to get Emma Stone to listen to this podcast. You may notice that I'm just one man, and trust me when I say, there's no one else here. I'm buried in a sound-protective blanket fort in my apartment in Queens, New York City, and if any of my roommates were home, I absolutely would not be talking into this microphone right now, because I have a deep amount of shame when it comes to -to face-to-face interaction, but a zero-sum amount of shame when it comes to making an idiot of myself on the internet. But, um, here we are, and here we will be, until such time that Emma Stone has confirmed for me, herself, that she has listened to this podcast. Emma, the phone lines are open. Okay, no movement from Emma so far, but we will remain vigilant. We have to keep our eyes peeled on this show, peeled like like a beautiful oranges that grow in the hills of California, the setting of such films as La La Land and the aforementioned Easy A, both starring our beloved Miss Emma Stone, the sort of MacGuffin, of this podcast, what we're all building towards, those those weird stones in the Temple of Doom, all that glowy shit in Marvel movies, that is what we are striving for. But instead of the portal in the sky being opened up by some sort of alien cube thing, the thing opening up the portal in the sky is Emma Stone. So my main problem is, up top, how do I get Emma Stone to listen to this? Like, it's a good question. And I'm as invested in the answer as you are. Invested enough to record and edit a show about it. Mm, Okay, put a pin in that. We'll come back to that later. Uh, Every week, I will be joined by a different special guest. Maybe not every week. I maybe don't want to promise that right now. I know a limited number of people. And again, I'm not paying anyone, especially me. In fact, this show pays me in negative money. So I can't guarantee, you know, any big... 
it is unlikely that Ryan Gosling will be on this show. I don't want to rule it out. There is a non-zero percent chance that Ryan Gosling could appear on this show, but I don't want to lay down for you any sort of definite. It's like another podcast. If they're if they're trying to launch big, they'll bring on a big guest, like like Paul F. Tompkins or MythBusters Adam Savage or or any number of famous people, marquee names that really grab an audience's attention. I don't have that, which is going to be a constant problem. Because if I knew someone, if I knew Jesse Eisenberg, like I'm pretty sure I could get Emma Stone to listen to this podcast and my question would be answered. But as of right now, I don't know Jesse Eisenberg. Maybe I need to start with the Eisenberg. I could meet one fame. It's easier to befriend a famous person if you know another famous person. Because fame, all famous people know each other. We know that. That's commonly acknowledged. The Venn diagram of famous people that know other famous people is a circle, is a, is a regular circle full of all the names of all the famous people. But the problem is, if you're not a famous person, it's hard to get famous. And famous people know famous people, but they don't know not famous people, and I'm a not famous people. How do I do this? Should I... Who else is Abigail Breslin? She's in Zombieland, right? That was her? Do you think it would be easier to become friends with Abigail Breslin? Is she 18 yet? Because if she's not 18, I'm abandoning the Abigail Breslin thing, like, right up top. That's not really... That's not a volatile chemical I really want to play with right now. Is, like... Trying to hound down Abigail Breslin? That'd be weird. Who are other famous people? Napoleon. Probably can't get in touch with him. Ponce de Leon. Again, kind of a low, low percent of success there. Would really have to roll a nat 20 on that uh, human being interaction. God? God is pretty famous. Could I get in touch with God? Is there any way for human beings to talk to God? Oh. What's that? It's a, well, the, the, the soundproof blanket fort that I'm recording this in in my apartment in Queens, New York, has, has split open slightly, which is not good for sound, but down from above descends a heavenly beam of light. Well, that's, let me do my, this, this awakening something in me. My, my vacation Bible school training is kicking in. Hold on, hold on. What do you... Oh, how do you talk to God? Okay, are my eyes open or closed? Closed, right? Okay, so that's closed. How do you pray? How does one pray? Close my eyes. Okay, and I bowed my head. My head is down. Not going to be good for sound, but it's good for God, and that's what I'm going for here. Um, okay, what do I do with my hands? Do I make... Do I make fun crab claws with my hands? It's probably not that, right? Do I... If I put my fingers together, and I sort of... Okay. All right, they've sort of... Well, they've formed that that emoji. That emoji where the two hands come together. And I, well, that's something. Now they're forming that emoji that is like two of the fingers making a circle and three of them are up. And it's kind of like an okay sign. Oh, my God. Oh, my hand transforms further, and now my thumb is sticking up, but the rest of my fingers are curled in, and I feel like I'm telling someone a good job. Now my hands are, they're sort of molding together, 
and there, there's a dust cloud around them where, where they're sort of meeting in the middle and now they're forming that like weird crying face emoji one. The one with tears just streaming down. How are my hands doing this? And oh, oh, now the, now the frown has turned upside down and it's a smile. They're crying from how much they're laughing my hands are. That's what my hands are doing. Oh, and now they're a poop. They're a poop now. That's not really what I wanted was for my hands to become a poop. That's not what I wanted at all. Holy Sorry, ghost. God. Yeah, I goofed Holy it up big ghost. time. <sighs> One of my classic goofums. Well, hey, now that gives me an idea. God lives in the sky, right? Skyright! I could hire a skywriter. That would be impossible for Emma Stone to miss. And since the Earth is flat, you'd be able to see it from everywhere. I mean, if the Earth were round, we'd be able to see the curves, people. Come on! And pass number two. How do you hire a skywriter? Is that even a profession anymore? Hold okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. Let me get my phone. Let me get my phone. Okay. I'm going to use Siri for the first time. So we're going to see how the, you and me, you and me, audience, we're going to experience my first use of Siri at the same time. Are we ready? Siri, how do I hire a skywriter? Hmm. Okay. Um, where can I hire a skywriter on Yahoo Answers? Nationwide skywriting and sky, sky typing? <laughs> where you set, where you set a font? Sky typing? Is there backspace when you're sky typing? If you're sky typing and you want to make a capital letter, do you have to hold down the sky shift key? Sky typing? Well, that's. Oh, my phone locked out and now it's gone. <laughs> Maybe that was fruitless. I don't know. I don't. Why would it go away? Why would it do that? I don't understand. Oh, sorry about that. You can also type what you're looking for. Hey, why doesn't Siri, why doesn't my Siri make that fun noise everybody else's Siri makes? This is some bullshit. Oh, thanks for nothing, Siri. Oh, I'm going to tell that to her. Thanks for nothing, Siri. I oh, God. Hey, Siri, where am I stone at right now? Interesting question, Kevin. Oh, God, she knows my name. But you're not going to, you're not going to tell me, you're not going to tell me you're not going to tell me where she is? Okay, if you insist. Oh. What are you up to, Siri? You didn't bring me any... Why am I not asking her using the voice function? What are you up to, Siri? Homie. You call... Are you calling me your homie? No comment. So the screen said Kevin, but she didn't say Kevin, which I think is interesting. I think I'm in trouble here. Also, did you know you spell homie H-O-M-E-Y? I'd always done an IE, like a home pie. Siri, bring me all the information you have on famous celebrity Emma Stone. I don't see Emma Stone in your contacts. Perhaps you meant one of these? No, don't, don't call the other Emmas in my phone. They will not be helpful to this podcast endeavor. Which call? No, please do not call any of my contacts. That is not what I want you to do. Nope, please. Oh, God. No. Oh, boy. She's trying to call my friend Emma. And I love my friend Emma. I don't necessarily want to call her right now. Unless she has good tips on how to get Emma Stone's attention. I'll ask Emma later. Do all Emmas know each other? Do all Emmas know each other? Now it's just bringing up my contacts again. My phone really wants me to talk to my friend Emma. 
Hey, phone, Mother's Day is tomorrow. Should I call my mom? What is your mother's... Mom? I don't see mom in your contacts. What is your mother's first and last name? My mom. What is your mother's... Mom. I don't see mom in your contacts. What is your mother's first and last name? Mrs. Mom. What is your mother's... Mr. Mom. I couldn't find Mr. in your contacts. To whom shall I send... Do I not have any men in my contacts? I couldn't find Mr. in your contacts. To whom I send it? God. My policy is the separation of spear and silicon. Oh, fuck. You won't send my letter to God? Like that movie Letters to God uh, from uh, with uh, Greg Kinnear? I have Do you want send my letter to God? Like that movie Letters to God from with the dragon here? Hey, Siri, is the dragon here? Interesting question, Kevin. Siri, can you help me find Emma Stone? Sorry, I don't Emma Stone your contest. I know, Siri, that's the fucking problem! <laughs> I know, Siri, that's the fucking fuck. All right, I give up on this fucking lady. She wasn't helpful finding skywriting tips at all. I'm going to do this the old-fashioned way by going down to the town square and asking the crier if he knows anything about skywriting. Skywriting. Okay, so apparently, despite a, a long period of economic turmoil in our country's history, our country's rich tapestry of a nation... Um, skywriting's still a thing. Haven't seen one since I was a little kid, but, but skywriting, um, is still a thing. Like, um, like this ad for theskywriters.com, where they tell me that skywriting is in the sky. So that's, um, yeah, what else would it be, dipshit? Ooh, this is an image of skywriting, uh, where it just, um, is the word Jesus. There's one that says Hooters. Oh, one that says Trump is, oh, come on, oh, the end of it's off, the end of it's off, oh, it cut itself off in the picture, that's silly. Hey, listeners, write in and tell me what you think Trump is, maybe, you know what, let's start a hashtag, let's start a Twitter hashtag, or an Instagram hashtag, hashtag Trump is, and let's see if we can get Emma Stone's attention with that hashtag, that's our first real foray. 20 minutes into this podcast to get Emma Stone's attention. So the name of this podcast is Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This? And you may be wondering, well, Kevin, why is it not I? You're kind of doing this as a solo endeavor. Yes, you have guests on most, probably a lot of episodes. Um, why isn't it just called Can I Get Emma Stone to Listen to This? And that's because I consider this a real team effort. Yes, I am the one who will be making all of the profit off of this show. Yes, I am the one that will actually have the interactions with Emma Stone. Yes, I am the one that will receive the glory. Yes, the power. Yes, the supermodels. Yes, the fame. Yes, the yachts. Yes, the trip to Monaco. However, I can only do this with my team at my side. And you, fair listener, are my team. Could not do this without you. Except if I do this entirely without you, again, I don't know how long this is going to take. This could be years, or maybe next week, Emma Stone will just give me a call. Maybe Siri indeed finds Emma Stone's contact information and brings it to me. We don't know yet. Only time will tell. But I love to have an interaction with my fans. I love for this podcast to be a community of people that want to help me get listened to by Emma Stone. And that's why we are now moving on to my favorite section of the episode, it's 
Letters, our first inaugural edition of Letters. And because I couldn't choose whether to do the Blue's Clues We Just Got a Letter theme or the VeggieTales Mail Mail Here Is Your Mail theme, here's both of them laid on top of each other. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Welcome to Letters. There aren't any. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. All right, and that was Letters. Very informative. I love talking to my fans. I love interacting with my fans, my land fans, which is what you're all called now. Sorry, TV, TV's land of fan against. Whoo, boy. That one came a-tumbling out. But we'll survive this. You and me together. Let's go to our first guest on this first episode of Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This. We are going to cut to an interview with my friend that I, oh, I love this guy or girl a whole lot. I mean, they they are very, very special to me. I've known them for a long time. They always have the best ideas like that one time. Oh, man. All right, so let's, enough further ado, let's get to the interview. Justin Germeroth, hail and well met. Welcome to the Stone Zone. Blessings be with you, Kevin Lanigan. How beast you today? Oh, I am troubled. I have not been able to figure out how to get Emma Stone to listen to this. And I'm wondering if you could help. What? What? Why would you want Emma Stone to listen to this? Because I want I want to see if I can do it. I pro, it's not oh. a sex thing. It's completely and totally not a sex thing. Are you it's flaccid? about the challenge, the thrill flaccid? of the hunt. Are you flaccid? What? Not currently. No. Why not? If you were it flaccid, has nothing to do then, with her. Th- if you were flaccid, then this would prove that it was a sex thing. How do I know if it's not a sex thing if you're not flaccid? All right, hold on, hold on. Watch, watch the camera on our video yeah. chat. Right. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. No, I just watched it deflate like a balloon. Yeah, I have. I can do that at will. Yeah. Okay, Justin. So, oh wait, gotta so, ask so, you a so question. That never right happens, up top. like on accident. You never like spring what? a leak. What? I mean, anything? if I sneeze every every single time I sneeze, your boner goes down. Whatever whatever position it is at when I sneeze, it do, it reverses. Oh no. And yeah, so you ever do that thing where you get sneezes like eight times in a row? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically hell on earth for me. Oh oh god! So it's just kind of like just springing in and out and in and out like a jack in the box. Oh yeah, no, it's hammer. not. It's not good at all. If you you know those those party blowers, those useless like paper party oh, blowers, yeah, you can get like nine <laughs> nine for thirty cents at Party City. Exactly, yeah. those. It's that. It's just that. Oh oh, so it uh, so yours curls up. Yeah yeah yeah, like like the curls. feet of a wicked witch. Uh huh. I got it. I got it. So Justin, I got a question for you. What is your relationship, if any, to famed actress Emma Stone? I am a. Die hard fan. I would genuinely take a bullet or at least a running bull for uh, Emma Stone. Were she at the running and the bulls in Pamplona? Right. Or just, you know, in general. Just any oh, yeah, bull yeah. that is running. Doesn't even any have run to be of the running mill towards her. Bull. But I would risk jumping and sacrificing myself in front of it 
in case it ever decides to abruptly change its mind and say, leave the China shop and immediately look for and trample Emma Stone to death. In the in the China shop, you are cohabitating with Emma Stone. Yes. Okay, so yeah. Justin. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad I have an expert in the Stone Zone with me right now. Thank you. How can I get Emma Stone to listen to this? You know what people really like? I don't, and that's part of my problem just sort of in general? What people really like is knowing things aren't their fault. Okay, like the end of Goodwill Hunting. What I propose, the best way to get Emma Stone's attention is to start praising movies that she's in that didn't do too well with the critics or the box office or both. Your Aloha's, your and, yes, okay. uh, your gangster and, squads. Right. And show how they weren't her fault. And they weren't. That's the easy part of this. Is that that when any of those films failed, it was not her fault. It was not her fault that she accepted a role as an Asian Hawaiian woman in Aloha. That was not her fault. The failure of Gangster Squad was not her fault. I don't know what people were getting upset at. Because she wasn't even actually wearing yellow face. She was just cast in a role that was originally meant for a... That was originally meant for an Asian-American character. Like, look, if Spider-Man can be black, then... uh, She is is an actor portraying a part. She is no more Asian than Christian Bale is Batman, but we let Christian Bale play Batman. Guys, you know what it's called? Acting. Right. It's, and you it's, know what? it's a performance. It's being, it's you being, what, all those people in high school that were like, wow, I can't believe Neil Patrick Harris can so portray a, a straight man when he himself is so gay. That is Emma Stone being able to so well portray an Asian woman when she herself is not Asian. Exactly. And, and like, like I said, without makeup. Without prosthetics or anything. Right. She did it through her through her, her performance, through the way she carried herself, the way right. she walked, the way she right. said her character's name. Yes, I agree. I'm on, we're on the same page here. Mo- like movie 43? Not her fault. Not her fault. Not her fault. No, all, she was just trying to have sex with Richard Gere. That's all she was trying to right. do. Who, and let's be real here. Let's be real here. Who doesn't? Who wouldn't? Exactly. You see Knights of Rodanthe, your favorite Richard Gere movie, and you're like, I would. I would. Absolutely I would. I've seen Chicago. I would absolutely get all over that. He had it coming. I would would let him hold me like a puppet. I'll be good to Papa. See, Justin, that's what I love about you. You're a guy that gets it. You get what I'm trying to do here. Right, Right. I have one problem with your plan, though. What? It implies a pre-existing relationship with me and Miss Stone, where she and I would not only cohabitate the same space, but where I would feel comfortable talking to her about her projects and my thoughts on them. I don't... She doesn't know me from Adam. She doesn't know any Adams, and she especially doesn't know me. TV's Adam Kevin Lanigan. That's my right. problem here. Is that I your your plan implies that she and I are in the same space, or that if I, I have access to the the senses with which she takes in information but i i currently right. don't no kevin here's the thing you've like you have a blog for a, like you've written for publications on tv and film criticism correct i've written for what culture i've written for chekhov's gunman i've written for nerdophiles yes i have a storied history of not being paid to write about pop culture so what you need to do is you need to be like those contrarian writers around the time that The Force Awakens was coming out, and they were talking about, you know, how good the 
prequel, the Star Wars prequels were. Those people are like, I think it's about time we reconsidered the masterpiece that is Attack of the Clones. Right, because of ring theory. Which is my second favorite ing theory after string theory. I personally, I'm a fan of sing theory. The theory that the movie Sing is actually a masterpiece, the second Citizen Kane? No, no, it's just, uh, it's my, it's the theory that it's half of my favorite prison. Mm. I, I, I really enjoy bring theory, where that if you, if you arrive at a party, you should bring something, no matter how small, to contribute to the food available. What's really frustrating about talking with, about talking politics with academics is whenever they keep using the term monarchy or authoritarianism, they really should just use the name that every layman knows, king theory. What you need to do is you need to set yourself up, and so you need to make yourself a contrarian film critic that looks at movies that she's in that didn't do, that were not her fault. She had not, no problem. Not she was the diamond in those roughs, but and she was, those she movies are still was. worth looking at. And, like, you should give them a second chance. Like, those guys saying, hey, everyone, Sucker Punch by Zack Snyder wasn't just a dumb, exploitative action movie. It actually had some pretty deep shit. Check it out, folks. Oh, Justin. Okay, you so need you're to saying do I, need, that. I need to set myself up as, like, the the movie guy. Go on to yes. YouTube and become, right. become the movie guy or the film guy yeah. or the cinema guy. Cine and, Kevin. And, and post these. Cine Kevin. And not only will I post... Very quick, completely unedited, off the cuff reviews of of this week's big comic book films. Um, Boiling and not hot only, takes, by the way, just crispy, fresh out the oven oh, takes. Uh, that I will also do brief video segments asking you to reconsider films that you thought were bad, and we're right. gonna call it "It Wasn't Bad." Yeah, and so we're gonna not do half, "It Wasn't Bad" on not half bad, not half bad, not half bad. All, all good is what the okay. full name of the series. It's like, hello, welcome back to episode four of Not Half Bad, In Fact, All Good, where we'll be talking about the Matrix Revolutions. Okay, so why don't we, uh, why don't we get an example going real quick? Um, what's a movie that Emma Stone has? I mean, like, she, she's done so many good movies. I know it's so hard so to find them. So many great movies. So many. But uh, let's see. Let me pull up Emma Stone's filmography. Tap 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 tap. All right, tap, Kevin. Tap, tap. Uh-huh. Uh, what movie is she in? What does she even do anymore? No, not Emma uh, Watson. She was in you Aloha. Know what? You don't want Emma Watson to see this. No. Oh, I don't. Like, maybe. Maybe. Why? Maybe after we've gotten Emma Stone, we could get Emma Watson. Like, that could be the new show. If this struggle ever leads to fruition, if I ever make it to the Mount Doom of getting Emma Stone to listen to this, maybe we could then conquer all Emmas. Wouldn't Do it you suck think- if you got like three episodes deep and then had to, and then you, you, she listened to this? God, I would hate that so much. I would, I would legitimately be so mad if she listened after three episodes. <laughs> Fuck! Oh Is my God! Please, easy? Emma, don't. Emma, if you're listening to this right now, if you're listening to this right now, please fucking don't tell me. Tell me later. Tell me after a couple years of this. Please then tell me. Don't tell me now. Leave me an iTunes review, Emma, instead to let like under a secret code name like Aloha Girl 69 or Easy A Plus 
69. Like, leave me, leave me an iTunes review and then come back later and tell me that you watched it. Boy, how quickly is the iTunes review section of this show just going to be people calling themselves Emma Stone saying, I listened to this? Oh, it, it's going to be all of them. It's going to be all of them. Uh, okay, it's so going to be, it's going to be all and, of or, them. Okay, or should yes. I say, should I say, Cynic Heaven? Ooh, that's, ooh, that's very good. What would, what would your not half bad, in fact, all good review of The House Bunny? Directed by Fred Wolf. Fuck, I forgot she was in the house, Bunny. Uh, No, no, but it's not her fault. It's not her fault. It was not her. It was not her fault. That's that's an okay movie. Yeah. How was? It's got Shailene Woodley. It's got Anna Faris. Like, not just not half bad, but was in fact all good. Welcome to episode five of Not Half Bad, In Fact, All Good. The House Bunny. More like the House Funny. This is an underrated classic of mid two thousands comedy. Isn't it, I, listen, I'm a red-blooded man and I like Playboy as much as the next guy and I've always wanted to know about the secret inner lives of these people. That's why I watched every episode of The Girls Next Door, the Hugh Hefner-produced MTV show about three Playboy bunnies just sort of going about their lives and being all sexy and stuff. But I always wanted to know more about their secret inner internal lives. And yes, I followed the careers of of actresses like Pam Anderson and Carmen Electra uh, every step of the way. I've seen their whole filmography. I want to support these people. Jenny McCarthy as well. That's why I don't vaccinate my children. And um, Playboy's always been a really fascinating place. I definitely watched every episode of that NBC Mad Men ripoff show about the Playboy house because that's the channel everyone wanted to watch a show about Playboy on. NBC, the boobless one. So, um... That, that's why I was always drawn to the movie The House Bunny. I saw it opening day in theaters with my wife, Galinda, and we both had a really great time. I, 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 I love the film. I laughed throughout, and I thought for sure when I logged on to Rotten Tomatoes that night to voice my thoughts and to, to add to the audience percentage poll that I would see a great... Um, uh, oh, the freshest movie ever made. And when I arrived at Rotten Tomatoes, much to my surprise, Rotten that's but right how, today but, on but how are the critics wrong about their review kevin uh they called it not good but it was good please donate are- to my patreon and stop by blue apron go on to blue apron backslash the movie kevin and you'll get 15 dollars off your first order and also go over to audible.com audible where'd we get all this money no but kevin kevin what was your favorite line um my favorite line was the one where um where uh emma stone's character who i believe was was in a neck brace uh walked into the room and found anna ferris's um playboy bunny character eating a bowl of salad and emma stone's like what are you doing and she's like rabbit's gotta eat bunny bunny's gotta chow and she shrugged and the and the the film did not it dropped it cut out all audio for twenty seconds because it knows it knew that the audience was just gonna lose their fucking minds, and you know what? They did. Wow, wow, Kevin, that's a really great episode. So, uh, do you think this will get um, Emma Stone to watch this, or like, or or do you think we have to uh, bring up one of her other less successful movies, movies such as um, such as such a classics or or not classics because how unwell they did? Like, hey, uh, the Rocker. Oh fuck! I I like the rest of the world had forgotten about Rain Wilson's The Rocker, the movie where Rain Wilson's like I'm not just Dwight from The Office. 
and he and he played a rock man. Was Josh Gad in that? Am I remembering that correctly? I I, I don't think so. I don't think uh, Josh Gad was a thing yet. Well, neither was Emma Stone. Anyway, no, but anyway, how, like you should know, you saw it and you loved that movie. That's right. Oh, you want me, you want me to do another another fake episode? Yes. Is that what you're? That's what you're saying. Okay. We open on a scene with with me, Cynic Heaven, uh, sitting down at a at a table in a rudimentary uh, restaurant, and in walks. Oh my God! It's another YouTube movie reviewer. It's uh garth good movies and garth good movies sit down and i'm like hey garth good movies what's going on and garth good movies is like oh kevin i can't believe it you remember that film the rocker and i'm like oh of course i remember the rocker it's a really underrated film and he's like you know i was talking to um bad movie brian and bad movie brian did not enjoy it whatsoever and I was like, well, that's just wrong. I wish I could say something to Bad Movie Brian. And then our waiter comes up, and it's obviously Bad Movie Brian in a fake mustache. And he's like, I know, what are you talking about? I, the, the movie, the rocker, she's a no good. And I'll be like, you know what else is no good? This soup. And I turn to the camera, and I look at the camera. And by the way, in this whole segment, the editing is just so intentionally bad. It's so intentionally bad that the joke is how bad the editing is. Because that's my... That's me, Cynic Heaven's two favorite tropes of, of YouTube content is number one, when different YouTubers meet up and oh boy, it's just a, it's a meeting of the Titans. I feel more strongly about when YouTubers meet up in their videos than I did when the Avengers met up at the end of the Avengers. And you got that great circle around shot where they're all like, they're all finally together and they're all standing like back to back ready to take on an army after all the struggles they've got to. I feel more strongly when like fucking Nostalgia Critic and his dumb assholes meet up and make a movie together. I feel very strong. I like, that's where the emotions really lie is just people that make YouTube movie reviews. Anyway, then it's like, Welcome back to another episode of Not All Bad, In Fact, All Good. Not um, half wait, bad. Fuck. Not half bad. In Take fact, three. all good. Shh. Fuck. God damn it. Um, welcome back to another episode of Not Half Bad, In Fact, All Good, where we're going to talk about... What the fuck movie was I just... The Rocker. The Rocker, more like The Shocker, in that you'll be shocked at how funny this underrated mid-2000s comedy classic really is. It's got... Dwight from the office in it. So you know it's good. Uh, Emma Stone is in it. Josh Gad isn't, if that's a selling point for you. What um, was uh, what was your favorite song in the Thank you for watching soundtrack. this episode of Not Half Bad, In Fact, All Good. I love uh, you. Please go to my Patreon, download backslash Patreon. And uh, you can make sure you check out stamps.com for all your stamping needs. Okay. Okay, Kevin, that was a really good one. That was a good one. All right, I think I got one. All right, there's one more. I think we got to clear up, and I think this one is guaranteed to get Emma Stone to listen to this. You okay. need, like, look, you need to tell the world how this movie was not just, like, wasn't just half good. It was all good. It was one big old pie of good. The Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Oh, eat my ass, Justin Germeroth. <laughs> Did- Okay. We open on a scene in Cine Kevin's apartment where I'm just sitting around playing video games. And you can, 
hear Duke Nukem in the background. It's it's snowing outside, and I and I turn to my pet dog, Puck, and I'm like, "Boy, Puck, I'm sure having a lovely Christmas." Woof, and then Puck woof. is like, "Yes, Kevin, you're have woof woof, you're having a great Christmas." Oh, but I it Christmas always makes me really nostalgic about the great comedies of the mid 2000s and I really wish that like I could remember my life back then it was so simple I you know I dated so many women and then whip pan cut to the ghost of uh my ex-girlfriend who happens to be played by internet movie celebrity movie Maggie and movie Maggie's like ooh Santa Kevin you have to remember and and movie maggie sounds a lot like shoeless joe jackson and um i'm like movie maggie what are you doing here she's like no i'm i'm not movie maggie i'm the ghost of girlfriends past the ghost of girlfriends past i say well then that's preposterous oh i'm gonna show you all the great things you remember about ghosts of girlfriends past i'll show you the best things of ghosts of girlfriends past past i'll show you the best parts of ghosts of girlfriends past present and then i'll show you the ghosts of girlfriends past future the future it'll have as a, as a great film that will make the AFI's top 100 before too long. Woo! And, I, and yeah, we just kind of go on an adventure from there. Please download my Patreon and uh, please make buy audiobooks. Kevin, how's the cin- how's the cinematography? Top the mise- notch. Maison yeah. C? The Maison Saint is on point. There's so much information in the frame. And uh, how was the photography? Directed. The costuming? Uh, Oscar worthy. You really got a sense of who the characters were through the wardrobes they were wearing, including but not limited to Emma Stone's like 13 year old ghost character. Oh, wait, what the fuck? The ghost is 13? One of them is. But, oh shit, that's right. The, the main guy is Matthew McConaughey, so the more he gets older, they stay the same age. Well, yes, they do. Which yes, is they do. Fine? But she was fucking 13? Uh, well, no, she's not, she's not one of his exes. She is a ghost to show him his oh. exes. Oh, thank God. I thought Matthew, I think I know, I think I have a spinoff for a new, I think I have a spinoff for a show on well, how not to get Matthew McConaughey to listen to this. And it's call him a pedophile. <laughs> I think Hollywood celebrities just need to get used to Trump as our president. Alt right, alt right, alt right. All right. Oh, well, Justin, thank you for joining me and giving me the best idea. Your idea for me getting Emma Stone to listen to this podcast is to build a separate online movie empire? Yes. Okay. Well, thank I'm you, telling you and I'm telling you in the pilot episode to drop this charade and adopt a new one. To stop this, stop this horse shit and to really, okay. A new, more potent horse shit. Thank you, my friend. Well, that was informative. I loved that interview with Blank. And I think we really got something going here. I know it's just the first episode, and I'm recording this a long time before it gets to you, the audience, for point of reference tomorrow is Mother's Day. But I think we're really on the right track here. I think we've made a lot of progress, and we are that much closer to getting Emma Stone to listen to this. 
My guest this week was Justin Germeroth. You can find him on Twitter at Squidical Inking. It's like critical thinking, but the squid kind. More, more cephalopods. For this inaugural episode, I have been TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can follow me on the social media platforms of your choice at TV's Kevin Lanigan. And you can find my web series Doomed to You on YouTube and my other podcast, The Puffin Publishing Podcast, on all the major podcast publishing platforms. If you want to follow this show, you can check us out at Can We Get This Pod. And if you want to have one of your letters read on the show, send an email to Can We Get This Pod at gmail.com we like to keep it simple here so we are going to sign off for this week in the same way that we sign off every week um uh, got it emma stone phone home that was garbage Josephs, Josephs, lots of Josephs, 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 lots of Josephs, oh, angels, hop, St. Peter, Christians, Catholics, Mormons, Pentecostal Seventh-day Adventist, Pentecostal Seventh-day Adventist, so oh, it's the God, I, I love God, I do, I love that God, he is risen. This has been a Talkback Podcast.